Good afternoon and a happy Friday, Lafayette. This is Joe Cunningham here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542. If you want to be part of the conversation, we've made it yet another week. And we are not currently being spied on by a Chinese balloon. Not exactly sure what's going on there. It's a rather inefficient way of spying. Even the intelligence community is saying there's no information that this Chinese balloon could get that they aren't already getting with their satellites that are flying, you know, in orbit around the Earth. It's very, very strange. But... One of the biggest stories of the day has been what seemed what what a lot of conservatives and a lot of critics have called uh, a lack of action by the Biden administration on this. The the White House came and, and the Pentagon came out and said we're not going to shoot it down because it may uh, there's there's risk of of civilian injury if we shoot it down. Uh, I, I think that you should get a sniper rifle and load it with a, a, a dart and just shoot at the balloon and just make it fly around the room like a regular party balloon once it has a little hole in it, just, you know, like in the cartoons, and the balloon just swishes all around the room uh, with the funny noise and then lands somewhere. But this has been a, this is a strange, strange story more than anything else. It is just kind of bizarre. We have what the Chinese are calling a civilian airship. That is monitoring weather patterns or something. And the Pentagon says, yeah, this is a spy balloon. Uh, We know it's a spy balloon. We know the Chinese, for whatever reason, are using comically oversized spy balloons in our atmosphere. It's more of a sovereignty thing than anything else. You know, we have uh, national sovereignty. And we don't want other countries messing with our sovereignty. It's our airspace. We don't expect you to just have these big espionage balloons. Balls of spying helium just flying around our atmosphere. It's, it's just not done. But apparently it is by the Chinese. The Chinese are claiming it was like a weather balloon is blown off course or something like that. They're, they were calling for a, quote, cool-headed response to this, which I think means please don't shoot down our balloon with a dart and a sniper rifle and just make it fly around like a, in the cartoons. I think that's what that means. Uh, others other solutions I've come up with is we can fly a balloon higher that drops an Acme anvil on the balloon and makes it come crashing straight down. And you just do it in a controlled place where there are no civilians underneath. I think that would be uh, a very successful solution to it as well, but I'm open to other solutions. Uh, You know, as a result of this, uh, clearly the white house, the Biden administration thinks that something malicious or something just fairly stupid is going on. Uh, Biden canceled Secretary of State Antony Blinken's trip to China. There's supposed to be a diplomatic trip. Uh, and hours before Blinken was set to take off on that, they canceled that trip. Uh, it's not they're, you know, the, the thinking there is we're not going to reward China for doing something so foolish as to release a spy balloon in our airspace. But, you know, this kind of goes back to something else I've been talking about. And I need... To give you full disclosure here, I am a social media junkie. I've mentioned this before. I tell you every day, you know, you can follow me on Twitter at Joe P. Cunningham, Facebook.com slash Joe Cunningham show. Uh, I use social media a lot. All, all of my social media handles are the same. If you have a social media service and you type in Joe P. Cunningham, uh, with the exception of Facebook, you will probably find my account. 
and I, I, none of my accounts are on private. Each account does something different. You know, Twitter is where I tweet out jokes and political observations and links to the stuff I write. Instagram is where I post pictures of, of, of the food I cook and my kids, my family, uh, where I post a picture of me in this wonderful This Shirt Saves Lives shirt, which you can get if you dial 1-800-372-4999 or text LIVE to 626262 and you can become a partner in Hope with St. Jude. Didn't forget about that. But I am also wearing this really cool St. Jude hat. I'm a hat person. I love hats. When they said, do you want a shirt? I said, yes, but I also want a hat. Do you have a hat? And there is no this hat saves lives, but it is just a St. Jude hat that I will wear all the time. Uh, but anyway, uh, sorry, the ADD is strong today. Uh, the, the balloon and the, uh, the, the spying. You know, I go back to, to social media, to apps. Yes, the only social media account that I have that isn't at Joe P. Cunningham is TikTok. I have a TikTok account. I do flip through TikTok a lot. Now, the algorithm isn't sending me anything like subversive, anti-patriotic or anything like that. I am on there for dumb memes, dumb jokes, things like that. That's what I follow. Um, I have been hit with some stuff that is not that the algorithm suggests to me that I immediately say I'm not interested in this. I very carefully tailor my algorithms to that. But the deeper problem with TikTok, and I'm fully aware of it, and yet I still use the app because I, I don't have information on my phone that I'm that you know if they steal it, it's going to you know cause any massive state secrets to spill out or anything. But the amount of personal information that TikTok collects. Now, every social media app collects a lot of information, way more than those media co- social media companies let on. The problem with TikTok is that the types of services, the types of, of filters and all of that that you can use that there's a facial recognition app, there's an artificial intelligence filter. All of this is on there. And it's it can scan your face and all of that information as well as your personal information that's on the app that doesn't just get used for advertising on TikTok. That actually is routed through TikTok servers in China. And there is nothing connected to the Internet in China that the government doesn't have access to. The Chinese government has access to every bit of information, very technical computer term, every bit of information that goes into any Chinese server is accessible by the Chinese government. And in fact, the amount of data that TikTok collects, TikTok employees have, the the company has admitted in its own internal investigation, that data can be used by employees to track specific people. There is nothing that that little hilarious white balloon that was floating above Montana yesterday can get that TikTok doesn't already have in triplicate at least. Now, the one danger, and nobody's really talked about it, although I'm sure it's been on the mind of of the Pentagon and and folks in the intelligence and the foreign community uh, or the foreign affairs communities, uh, it's not just that there's a balloon that was flying over Montana. There's an Air Force base in Montana, a, a pretty noteworthy one, and it. The Chinese government claimed it, thank God, because if some sort of terrorism organization made it look like a spy balloon or anything like that and then popped it and released something terrible airborne, that would be atrocious. 
But the Biden administration did not shoot it down. They did not go to take it down or, or anything. And that has been a decision that a lot of folks have questioned. It's not the, the, the spy balloon itself is not that big an issue. Like I said, most experts agree there is no information that that balloon could collect that isn't already being collected by the Chinese in some other way. But it is very symbolic, and it kind of goes to the weakness of the Biden administration. Yes, they canceled Blinken's trip, but otherwise they didn't really say or do much other than say they were monitoring the situation. They're very kind of wishy-washy when it comes to how to deal with China. And Biden is very sensitive, according to background reports from inside the White House. Biden's very sensitive to criticisms that he's soft on China. And he doesn't like to be known as soft on China. He wants to be known as, as the tough guy. He's not going to do the bidding of the right wing, obviously, but he is he, he does want to be seen as a guy who is good for America. And part of that is understanding geopolitical foes. And even if they don't see the communist Chinese as like bitter enemies like conservatives do, they do see China as problematic. And Biden doesn't want to be seen as weak on any of that. So the waffling on this spy balloon has been very interesting, to say the least. So that's your spy balloon stuff. I'm going to go ahead and take this break. And when we come back, we will get into some more of the issues of the day. There are a lot of things to talk about. And I want your phone calls. We can call it a you know uh, a free-for-all Friday or something like that. If you want to call in, it doesn't have to be what I'm talking about. If you just want to mention a, a, a story or a news idea that's, that's interesting to you, go ahead. 232-1542. Send a message through the KPL app chat. We'll be back in just a moment right here. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 if you want to call in. We'll make it kind of a free-for-all type Friday if you want to call in. Not necessarily about a news topic I've talked about, but something that you want to bring up from a story that you found interesting or something like that, by all means. Or any just in general questions. Uh, real quick, the St. Jude Children's Research Hospital Radiothon is still going through today. Before we get to our callers, I know you're there, but I want to get this out there because it is very important. Uh, our Radiothon is ongoing right now. And I want you to join me, Brandon, Bernie, all of us here at Town Square in becoming a partner in hope. All you need to do, call 1-800-372-4999 or text LIVE, L-I-V-E, to 626262. For $19 a month, you will be helping not just save a life, but you'll also be helping a family in need. This money doesn't just go to the cancer research and treatment. It goes toward meal cards and grocery cards for the families that are staying at St. Jude while their children are getting screened and tested on. They're going through procedures to treat these awful childhood cancers. It is such, um, there's two types of miracles. There's miracles that are born of, of divine intervention where where those divine forces step in and they perform the miracles themselves. But there are miracles of divine, of divine inspiration. And St. Jude Children's Research Hospital is the latter. It is nothing short 
of a miracle that there are so many wonderful people out there that are making the good work of St. Jude possible, but also that there are so many people who are there working day in and day out, dealing with some tremendously emotionally draining cases, but also to people like you out there making these donations. It is nothing short of a miracle of true human love and sacrifice, and that is a love that we need to continue pursuing in our society. So once again, one 800 372 or text LIVE, L-I-V-E, to 626262 if you want to become a partner in hope today. All right, let's go to the phone lines, 232-1542, if you want to be on the phone. Uh, if you want to be part of the conversation. Hi, welcome to the Joe Cunningham Show. Who am I talking to? Uh, this is Richard. Hey, Richard, how are you? Oh, just fine, just fine. You call me Richard 68, and I guess I called that my age. <laughs> Look, uh, Joe, yeah. man, this balloon is barely traveling at maybe, maybe what, I don't know, 20 miles an hour with the wind. I guess it's wind speed. I'm not sure. But maybe. All the years, if it's China, why we even let it into our airspace? To me, it's just another sign or evidence or definitely smoking gun. Joe Biden is is definitely, um, I guess you want to say, yeah, compromise, number one. It should have never entered into our airspace. I don't care if it's from China. If it's a party balloon, we should have taken it out. You know, that's, and all this I, info, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, I, I agree, and I think that's the bigger issue than rather what it's capable of. But the fact that it is very much a, a tolerance, and it does almost seem like China's emboldened to let this sort of thing go forward, right? I, I agree, and that's that's the issue. We don't know now. To me, if they're transmitted by the they say, "Well, we'll shoot it down after it passed." Well, it's 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 a computer. It's giving info. Uh, probably real real time. Yeah. So, I mean, it's too late to shoot it down if you're going to let it go about military bases, our spaces. You're right. It could be contaminated right now. We can't shoot it now. Yeah. I mean, we, we don't know. We don't know what exactly it is. I mean, and, and the thing is, it, well, it got into our airspace. Uh, I don't think anybody really wrote. It wasn't until it was around Montana that the Pentagon came out and said, yeah, we believe this is a Chinese spy balloon or something like that that, that's really bad yeah that joe if that's the case if we can't catch a weather balloon how are we going to stop a missile come on if we can't catch a 15 mile an hour weather balloon before it gets halfway oh that's a joke now that that's really that that's that's laughable yeah it it really is rich and it's scary it is It, it is scary and the lack of action really one way or the other they've they've come out and they've made statements and they've postured and everything but you know definitively say why you're not going to shoot out. Don't, don't give the, well, we're worried about civil. You just, in the previous statement, they said it, it, it was no risk to civilians. Now you're going to say, if you shoot down, it's going to be a risk to civilians. Like it's, it's Montana. It's yeah. a wide open space. You know, there's nah. plenty of places to shoot it down and it's not going to, I mean, it may fall on somebody's ranch, but there's no way this, they've been knowing Joe, they've been knowing this way before he got here. That's all I got to say, but I know it's scary. They let it go that far, but Hey man, you got a great St. Jude, please. Y'all, y'all, that's a great, great place. Yeah. Can't overemphasize that. Thank you. Thank you for Katie and you stay on there, Joe. All right. Thank you appreciate very much, you. Richard. I appreciate it. All right. I've got, let's see. 
Renee, I see you on the line. I've got less than 30 seconds. I'm going to hold you over until the next segment. So just stick around, Renee. Uh, but if anybody else wants to call in, 232-1542, be part of the conversation, whether it's about this balloon, whether it's about anything else, I encourage you to call in. Let's just have fun conversations today, round out the week. Uh, again, if you want to become a partner in hope, uh, call 1-800-372-4999 or text LIVE to 626262 and become a partner in hope with us here at KPL and Town Square Media. I'm going to take this bottom of the hour news break. I will be back shortly here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 if you want to be part of the conversation. And don't you forget, not only should you call and be part of this conversation, you should also call 1-800-372-4999 or... Text LIVE, L-I-V-E, to 626262. That's LIVE to L-I-V-E. Sorry, words. Text LIVE, L-I-V-E, to 626262. And uh, become a partner in hope with us here at KPL and Town Square Media. Uh, it is a, it is, uh, it, it's my honor to be uh, helping to raise money for St. Jude, a, a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, organization. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. Renee, I want you to kick off this half hour. Let's go. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't use the Bible to judge these people, or the Quran or the Torah. You should use their own maxims and beliefs from the history station. What separates a communist from across the ocean as compared to one of our hippie, hypocrite, woke, care bear communists in our own country? The other ones will take up for their country. Us will give it away, like that country song or the Hot Chili Pepper song. We just want to give it away, give everything we have and other people's stuff. These people deserve to be treated like, like they love so much the communist country. We need to de- love them extra and treat them very good. All right. Renee, I have to be completely honest with you. I did not see a Red Hot Chili Peppers reference coming from you, but that was extraordinary. And you're absolutely right. The uh, the left in America versus the left in other parts of the world, especially China. Let's let's focus on China. China has a deeply nationalistic tradition. They want to use communism. They want to use these communist principles to enrich themselves and make themselves more powerful as a country. Same as Soviet Russia all those years ago and what Putin is trying to do now, basically. And for American socialists, it's all about hating the foundation of America, hating the principles behind it. I mean, there's a reason that they had to write the 1619 Project to utterly rewrite and try to reframe what the founding of America was. They had to do that in order to make it fit their narrative that we are at heart a truly evil country and that the truly the 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 true foundation of the country of slavery was based in our capitalist tendencies and that's why it's so evil when really when you look back historically that's not, slavery was not what the foundation of the country was all about and they keep having to lies to lie about that in order to try to justify their worldview. So you're absolutely right, and I think the Chili Peppers' preference thing. was appropriate. Yeah, go ahead. 
Uh, another thing about history, these people, these people modeling our world that went to college, that's in position of power, they, they, they get a D F minus in history. The Japanese, the first, one of the first casualties in World War II was a little girl in mainland America that the media kept secret so the people didn't freak out. Japanese sent a weapon system that failed. Their intent was to sell, set all the forests in America ablaze with balloons. This little girl thought it was a toy play with. It blew the hell out of her. And the media on the Roosevelt kept this hush-hush. But one of the first, maybe not the first, one of the first casualties, American casualties of World War II, was a little girl messing with a weapon system of mass destruction that Japan flew in the air in a bunch to set the whole country on fire in the West. All right, Renee, on that, I got to go because we got other calls in line. Thank you very much for calling in. Let's go on. Hi, welcome to the Joe Cunningham Show. Who am I talking to? Warren. Hey, Warren, what's up? Well, um, I just hope that that balloon is not uh, releasing biological warfare on us. It'd be very easy to do. Um, but I want to thank the people at the staff at KPL, and I want to thank Dustin Portier. We lost Lane Begno uh, a little over four years ago to Sacoma cancer, and I want to thank the people of Acadiana, all everyone, Dustin, champion in the ring, champion of men, uh, the folks of Acadiana that brought meals and the uh, outpouring of support was just unbelievable and um i can't say thank you enough this was a special child his first five or six years he grew up in this home as his grandmother raised him in the ways of the lord and he was truly exceptional and um uh i know that there's a special place for these people and and, and god saw what they've done they their their hands were the hands of god and um can't thank them enough uh thank you thank you i appreciate it all right, thank you very much for calling, Warren. Always a pleasure. All right, if you want to call in, 232-1542. Be glad to talk to you today. Uh, a little looser on the lines today. If you have something you want to, to bring up and talk about, by all means. Uh, you know, there is there is an issue, another issue at play um, that I, I wanted to get to. And this is a little more abstract. It's not kind of news of the day stuff. But I, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. You know, I'm a child of the 90s. Um, some of y'all out there listening, children of the, the 80s, 70s, you know, uh, I'm not sure how many of y'all uh, listening are children of, of this millennium. But for, for me and those in the, in the generations, you know, before me, one of the things that, that we never really did, and perhaps we should have, but but we didn't have the need for it as much at the time, was we didn't we didn't have people that we talked to. And now it seems now it seems like more than ever we need to have people to talk to in our lives. We're kind of dealing with this at my house without without giving too much away. Uh, one of my kids, you know, I have two kids. One of them we've 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 started counseling with, um, and it, it's it's kind it's very hard as a parent to say to to recognize that your kid who has been literally one of your best friends all of their life, 
uh, is not opening up to you like you would want them to. And uh, but but she she really needs to to open up to somebody. And so we we let her and we, you know, counseling and everything like that just started and she's loving it. And I'm very happy for that. And I just think back to some of the things that she was telling us. She opened up to us about how she opened up to the council, which is a, a huge step in and of itself. She's kind of at that age where talking to mom and dad isn't cool anymore, but also kind of at that age where she's just so sociable. She gives, she literally gives herself away to everybody she meets. And at the end of the day, when she comes home, there's just no more in the tank. And so she's opening up to us about what she's opening up to, to her counselor about. And it just some of the things she's saying are some things that I, I recognize, not just having recognized in myself from growing up, but you know, I spent almost you know a decade as a teacher, and she's talking about a lot of things that I know kids in the education system were the exact same way and felt the exact same way because they would come and talk to me about some of these sorts of things. So they would go and talk to their count. They would say, "I need to talk to my counselor about such and such," you know. And they, they, they would, and they would go talk to these people. And I, I, I just see this so much. And we're, we're at an age where, you know, when I'm growing up, we didn't, you know, do therapy. We didn't do counseling so much. Um, you know, counselors, you know, when I was in school were, were very much the, here's, here's how we're going to schedule your classes. Here's how we're going to get you ready for college. Here's how we're going to get you ready to, you know, write a resume, stuff like that. That was counseling. There was no, well, how do you feel type stuff? We, we didn't talk about that very much. And I know a lot of y'all kind of grew up the same way. And even now you're like, Ooh, he's talking about his feelings. Ugh. I understand. I'm, I kind of feel the same way myself sometimes, but there's also the fact that we didn't have as we we need we probably needed somebody to talk to to be honest but we didn't have near as much that we needed to unload about i'm i'm i've watched my own kids i've watched the kids that i've taught and between social and cultural change between technological changes the way education has changed there's a lot more things that are going on now. Kids are exposed to a lot more media, a lot more screen time, a lot more just thrown in their faces. And their brains are still developing. They can't process everything that's happening to them and everything that's being shown to them. And I get, I get worried for our kids quite a bit, not just mine, but, but kids all over. There's, there's just so much and it is so overwhelming for them. It, it, it really and truly is. And I just have this terrible fear that, you know, after COVID and everything, we, we saw a rise in mental illness. We saw a rise in depression and suicide during the pandemic and the lockdowns. And now we've got all this stuff. We, we're we're fighting these culture wars on on these new on these newer digital frontiers, and it is it's very very strenuous. 
I know it's strenuous for me to just watch it. And I know for these kids, there's a lot that's just, it's, it's, it's sensory overload. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about it. There is sensory load overload involved. And maybe, maybe we do just need to talk more. And it starts maybe putting down the screens and actually having the, the, the face-to-face in-person conversations amongst our friends and family with each other more, maybe open up to each other more, but not to, not to shy away. If, if you feel like you need somebody outside of your circles to talk to, that we need to accept that that's a thing more and more that, that needs to happen in our lives. I get extremely just kind of paranoid almost that, that we're entering a stage where mental illness is the norm and some of these issues like anxiety and, and, and some of these other things that are behavioral health and emotional behavioral health, those are things that we're coming across more and more and we're having fewer and fewer opportunities to deal with them. And for the sake of our kids – I really want us to do everything we can as a society to help do better by them. And so, like I said, this is just something that's kind of been weighing on my mind a bit. And I wanted to to share that a little bit because I guess I'm sharing my feelings right now. But anyway, um, pay attention to what your kids are, are doing and what they're going through. I know a lot of parents think they are. But really pay attention Look for those signs. Don't hover. Don't be a helicopter parent or anything like that. Don't shelter them. But take a closer look. We really, they are the future. We need to be taking, I think, better care of them. All right. Let's take this break and we'll be back here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542. If you want to be part of the conversation. So uh, one of my Twitter followers, I know you're out there listening, uh, PPC on Twitter, did reach out and said, you know, one thing that uh, that and it kind of points out one thing people haven't really talked about is there's a, a vote to condemn communism in Congress. And a quarter uh, uh, to uh, a quarter of congressmen refused to vote to condemn socialism. Sorry, not communism, socialism. In, in the U.S. House. And that's pretty noteworthy. That's, that's a pretty significant example of, of the Democratic Party understanding that their base has moved left. And a lot of those politicians have moved further and further to the left. It used to be that Democrats were pretty progressive and even had some socialist tendencies. I mean, a lot of the policies even going back to um, to FDR, very socialist in nature. I mean, that's just the idea behind them, and that's how they describe them. Um, but the Democrats always kind of – they always kind of moderated it. They, they wanted to, to inch their way, move their way down the field, and it wasn't really until – Barack Obama came around that they took the plunge and started pushing super far to the left. And you know what started happening? They started losing elections that they should have won. Okay, 
Barack Obama faced significant losses in Congress after the passage of the Patient Protection Affordable Care Act. It's just a fact. And his policies went so far to the left that the American public looked from left to right and decided to go with the reality TV star. Uh, labor households, union households split, which had never been seen before, in the Rust Belt. And a lot of them went with Donald Trump. And even now, because of their push to continue to go so far to the left and their inability to restrain themselves on this, the Democrats are alienating Hispanic voters, black voters, the uh, blue collar workers, the union households, even the unions themselves at times. The Democrats are further alienating them because ultimately, kind of like what Renee was getting at earlier, the the Democratic Party is the party that fundamentally hates what America was and is, and they want to change it substantially. The Republican Party is the party that likes the history of the U.S., what it was and what it is, and they want to conserve that. They want to keep it largely the same with some changes here or there. But here's the thing. Here's here's what really is happening in the background all too often. Both parties fully believe that America is on the decline. And both parties want to be the ones at the steering wheel to drive America down the hill, down the spiral. They think America is on its way downward and they want to be at the helm as it goes down. They want to manage the decline themselves. That's really, when you get down to it, aside from ideology, that's really the difference between the two parties. Both parties really just want to be in control as America's on its way down. And that's why we need to stand up to both parties, not just the Democrats, but also to the Republicans when they're screwing up. All right, y'all. It's been a great week. I have enjoyed talking with y'all. Let's turn around, do it all again on Monday. In the meantime, follow me on Twitter at Joe P. Cunningham, Facebook.com slash Joe Cunningham Show. And of course, sign up for Substack, Joe Cunningham Show.substack.com to get my daily writings, the podcast version of this show, everything. I'm going to talk to you guys again in just a couple days. In the meantime, Shannon is offsides next. I believe Kevin Stock still is in uh, for Is It Legal Fridays here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. But you guys have a great one. Don't forget. Become a partner in hope with St. Jude, 1-800-372-4999, or text LIVE to 626262. Have a great weekend. Talk to you guys again real soon.